Emily Grace Miller here. I'm here to encourage you in marriage, motherhood, and just life in general, whatever that looks like to you. I'm here to encourage you that you were created to be able to withstand the storms of life. You were created to overcome whatever life has in store for you. You were created to transform and grow right where you are, to not just survive life, but to thrive in it. I am here to remind you that you are beautifully and fearfully made and you have a purpose. It just all simply starts with you. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode finally of It Starts With You. Um, wow, it's been a couple months again. I don't understand why this keeps happening, but we're just going to roll with it and just make the best of everything. I feel like today's episode is actually perfect for the fact of just life lately and what getting back to basics after life has thrown us curveballs and things that we can do to help get life back on track after the curveballs have hit. So it hasn't really even been anything that intense, to be honest. It's just been life. Um, Chloe um, is in school full time, loving it. Things are going well with that. Mia is two and (laughs) running amok and trying to balance goals and responsibilities and dreams and all the things while still keeping my family my number one top main priority. And I realized these last few weeks, months even, that the things that are really important have to remain your center regardless of what is going on in life. And there's been so much internal growth as I step out in faith to go after this adventure that I'm on and to go after these goals and everything. Just realizing, staying centered through the whole thing and staying focused on what really matters through the whole thing. And there's a lot of internal work that goes on when you're trying, when you're doing something new and you know you're called to do it. And that's how I feel about this podcast. That's how I feel about a few other things I'm working on right now. And oh my gosh, the amount of internal work that comes with that is, if I would have known, it's kind of like marriage. If I would have known what marriage was really going to be like, would we really have wanted to get married? (laughs) Just kidding. Totally kidding. Um, I'm glad I got married, (laughs) but come on, married people, please say that you can agree with me on that. Like understand the joke behind that. Anyway, so these aren't really serious curveballs. It's just life after life has been, you know, Sometimes you just got to dodge them. So in my marriage, when I, so to kind of backplay a little bit, um, a few years ago when I was hitting rock bottom in my marriage and I thought it was at the end and I didn't think that we were going to make it and I did not 
have very much hope for us, unfortunately, um, at the time. And I was going to counseling. I had, I had hope enough to keep fighting for it, but I was slowly losing my hope. And my counselor had me work on myself first. And I think I talk about that a little bit in the beginning of the first podcast of this. But um, anyway, I'm... So I'm like working on myself and working on myself without the expectation of my husband doing anything. I was the only one going to marriage counseling at the time and so thankful I did. I learned so much about myself and that's kind of what I want to talk about today is the value you can add to your marriage when you do work on yourself. And so I'm in marriage counseling and my counselor is talking to me about, um, not reacting to my husband when he says things that I think are just frustrating and stupid and he's trying to pick a fight. And so then I fight, I would fight back. I'm, I still fight back, unfortunately, sometimes, but we're, <laughs> it's a work in progress. Rule number one to finding a spouse to you unmarried people out there. Find somebody you're not afraid to fight and make up with. Just seriously. <laughs> it's so important to find somebody that's not going to be afraid to grow through the growing pains together. Anyway, so my counselor told me that I am going to teach my husband how to treat me and the way I want based off of how I treat him first. And... It was really hard for me to get my head wrapped around that. And he basically told me, when your husband says something rude, if you don't have anything nice to say back, don't say anything at all. Because two wrongs don't make a right. Like, I do not need to be adding fuel to the fire. And so, I, as life has been throwing these curveballs and I'm getting caught back up in, you know, getting caught back up in the kids and, you know things that are going on in life and, you know, getting stressed out over things that looking back feel so silly now, really. But as you look back on those moments and you realize you let those stresses get the best of you and you're respond. And I started responding to Jesse out of like frustration again and anger and snapping. And when he would make a comment that was, I felt like was harsh or had a, you know, a harsh tone, I feel like I have to defend myself. And I just saw so many old patterns start showing up back up in our marriage, which was so frustrating for me because I'm like, no, we've made so much progress. We are, we've had so much growth. Like I am not, I'm not claiming this as our destination. And we, we work too hard to go back to this. And so I reached out for some counseling and get just, somebody to, um, basically just get me geared right back on the path that I need to go on and just remind me of why we get married in the first place, you know? So I'm talking to, uh, my counselor friend and he literally told me to do the same things as what my counselor told me to do five, six, seven years ago. 
And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> really? And it made me realize it's sometimes we have to slow down, go back, go back to the basics and refresh. And it doesn't. And here's the thing. I was, my pride was like getting so bent out of shape because I'm thinking I've gone through all this growth. I've done all this personal development in the last few years. I've come such a long ways. Why am I going back to basics? What? Why the basics? And here's the thing about the basics. They're basics, but your basics are the foundation of your personal development. You know, when I started my personal development, when my personal development journey started, it was because I was on a, I was on a search to, to find happiness regardless of my circumstances. So I could go through change and it didn't affect me for months at a time by feeling depressed and feeling stuck in bed some days. You know, I, and so I have these building blocks that I already knew, but I realized, oh my gosh, whenever I'm going to go, whenever we go through things and trials in life, we have to take those building blocks with us and just keep building on them. And as we go through a new trial, learn, learning something new and adding it to what we already have. But let's talk tools for a minute. When you get tools, men, if men listen to this, when you have tools, you don't just throw away the tool that you bought for a specific job because, oh, I don't need it anymore. No, you hang on to it in case you might need it again. Same thing with personal development. Same thing with growing pain. Same thing with learning new ways to navigate stress. And new, when you go through some, a new stressful situation, you might have to learn a new way to manage it. And my pride was like, oh my gosh, I don't need this. I've, I've been here before. I've, this is nothing compared to what I've, I've gone through in the past. And it's not. What I've gone through in the last few months is nothing compared to what I went through when I was numb with depression on the couch and couldn't get off the couch to get my baby girl a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But it was sti- it's still been stress re- nonetheless. And I will tell you this, because of the basics, going back to basics in my marriage, in with myself, taking care of myself, it was so much easier to apply it to my life again this time than it was the first time because I'd been there before. It wasn't new territory. It was like, oh, I know what to do. Okay. Yep. I know. Okay. I got this. And so... You know, we don't have to be ashamed because we have to go back to basics every once in a while. I mean, in the horse world, when you having horses, growing up having horses, like you always revisited basic horsemanship, basically, to make sure that rider and horse are still good. Like it's just, it's okay to go back to basics. And I had been having it in my head lately that there was something wrong with me and I all the work that I had gone through was for nothing. And I basically was starting over at square one. No, I wasn't starting over at square one. I was taking what I had learned, what I paid good money to learn and applying it to a new chapter of my life. 
The first time I learned this, I was a mom to one little girl. We were living with a friend while Jesse was in the middle of changing careers. We were, Jesse was home less than he had ever been home before. We were seeing him a total of 12 hours a month at that point. I was going through some healing from my childhood. I was revisiting childhood traumas that hadn't been dealt with in 15 years, 10 to 15 years. I was going through so much different stuff at that time that this is different. This time it was different. This time I had to go back to basics and just say, hey, okay, what are the results I want to see? Asking myself these questions that I asked myself which the questions that I asked myself in the beginning when I first started my personal development journey was what do I want to see? What do I want my life to look like in five years from now? What do I want to be feeling in my life? What do I want to be seeing in my marriage? What's, you know, what does, what does a perfect marriage look like to me? And that's something that I was asking myself again just the other day. And realizing how much my vision has changed how a perfect marriage to me now is not it's so different than what I thought a perfect marriage was five years ago when I started this so going back to basics is there's something powerful about going back to basics getting recentered getting refocused because as we change as we grow and change our visions grow and change. Our goals grow and change. And it doesn't mean that those goals and dreams that we had before don't no longer matter. Maybe those were just to and direct us towards what we're, our goals and dreams are now. And so as I blabber on about that, um, some of the things that I've been doing to get back on track, uh, if that helps anybody, working on refocusing my faith, my mental health, my family, and my home. And to be honest, it kind of is in that order. First of all and foremost, my faith. Focusing back on praying about my circumstances and not trying to carry it myself, not trying to see. And that was another thing that I realized I was doing my, I was trying to fix my problems myself with, by just applying the tools I had been learning that I wasn't even giving any room for, to trust God and to put in my prayer and to focus on spending my time with God and getting re making sure that I was spending time with the Lord and making sure that I was getting my one-on-one time with him and asking him to show me how to fix a situation because sometimes a new situation needs a new way to solve it and ask and we shall receive. The Lord tells us to ask and we shall receive. So re going deeper into my faith focusing on prayer, reading my Bible, um, meditating on the truth. Like I cannot, oh my gosh, I also didn't realize how much, and this is going to pull us into mental health, but I didn't realize how much my thinking, I was losing something 
so amazing right in front of me all because of my thinking because of my thought process because I was back to thinking that Jesse was just out to get me and he was gonna freak out on me over every little thing and so I was just gonna freak out first before he got to it well that's not gonna solve anything that just that was creating a mountain out of a molehill which come to find out I've been really good at doing that too and so focusing on my mental health which means and this is gonna so totally go against the grain of society here but mental health to me does not mean it mental health to me means getting enough rest but getting up before my kids get up so I have time to by myself to focus on my faith to focus on the things that I need to do spiritually drinking water eating the way I know I need to be eating getting my hormones balanced like I was praying about this the other day like god what is going on why am I feeling like I am back in square one with my relationships not just with my husband with with even some of my friends and it was just it's been so weird and I realized like my hormones have not really gone back to what they were since having my second baby and um and it was like get your hormones checked okay all right so now I'm gonna work on that like our hormones and our food, like everything is all connected. We're all so connected. And if my mental health is off, I can't take care of my family or my home. And so for me, self-love and taking care of myself is wrapped up with making sure I'm taking care of myself, taking care of myself the way I would take care of my babies. If my, my babies need good food and good water to grow and be strong, so do I. I need to make sure I'm fueling myself the way I know I need to be fueling myself to take care of myself mentally and physically and spiritually and emotionally. And so then my family, making time to be present with my family. I did not, oh my, my husband has always bugged me about my phone, being on my phone all the time. And if you have a little tracker thing on your phone, which I'm sure everybody does nowadays, realizing how much I was actually just mindlessly on my phone was so embarrassing because I just convinced, try to convince myself to convince my husband. I'm not on my phone all the time. Turns out I was being on my phone all the time. And then I'm complaining about not feeling like I have any time to get anything accomplished. It was, it's disgusting. So I pulled back from social media and that has been helping my mental health, which helps me be, feel more present with my family, spending time, even if it's just to sit and watch a movie with them. And I'm not perfect at this, you guys. Like, I don't want to come across as like, oh, I have it all together. No, I, I don't. But every day when I'm feeling myself getting off track and I'm so focused on dodging those freaking curveballs that I forget about what's really important these are what I pull back to to refocus to realign and so then I after spending time being fully present with my family um taking care of my home now here's another thought another 
perspective I have that is going to probably go against a lot of what is out there in society these days. Um, I believe it is our responsibilities as mothers and fathers to teach our children how to take care of what they have. And they will learn that by watching us. They are going to learn how to take... The Bible tells us to be good stewards and to take care of what we have or else he's not going to give us more. It's kind of like with our kids. Do we want to get our kids more toys when they just when they leave them all over the place and don't pick up and they don't listen when we ask them to pick them up and they just don't take care of what they have? No. No, we do not. So it's the same thing with us. And I'm teaching my my girls how to take care of a home and how to take care of other people that I want them to know, and we're not supposed to get caught up in the housework, and that's that's all motherhood is. Motherhood is not just keeping the house neat and tidy and looking like the kids are never there, but it is our responsibility as part of that motherhood, parenthood, to teach our children to take care of what they have, and they're not going to have it figured out by 10 years old as much as we want them to. But I tell you what, when they're 18, 19, 20, and they're getting in their first house, first apartment, whatever, they're going to have a clue of how to take care of what they have because children learn by watching. And it's, and yes, they need to have chores and they need to learn responsibilities. So as they grow, they can take care of what they have when it's their turn. And so that is really huge to me of keeping my home And I'm, oh, if my husband's listening to this, he's going to probably have a comment. But I'm really bad at never knowing when to get rid of stuff. In fact, it's something that I'm, it's the next part of my journey that I'm ready to tackle of my personality is getting rid of stuff and only buying quality stuff that I know I can keep for years, clothes, all these things. And so... And we're since we're still living in a travel trailer, since and we're traveling for my husband's career still, we it we've been in it for almost three years, and it's time to do a big declutter. And it's, and I will tell you, I feel so much better when our home is maintained and our home is clean and our home is picked up versus just letting it look like chaos and not having any organization to it and the kids thrive when the home is clean and picked up and you get to spend more time just hanging out with family when you have less stuff and you know there's a whole whole psychology side to a clean home but so my faith my mental health my family and my home and are ways that I've been getting back on track and when I say my family I mean that that includes my marriage and so this my marriage has been really going back to basics lately and just feeling really I feel like it's been getting fine-tuned and so and it's been really actually quite beautiful and it's been reminding me what love really means and it's been reminding me of why I did get married and why I chose him and why I'm so thankful that I chose him. And I'm not saying that we're perfect. 
I'm not saying that I have this down perfect, but I will tell you that the more I go back to what I know and just keep applying it and applying the truth to my life that I learn along the way, the so much smoother life is and the so much easier it is to get life back on track. I will say that usually after the curveballs of having a new baby and it took me so long to get adjusted to being a new mom and not in not in the sense of it was hard to adjust to being a mom but just getting adjusted to everything that I was facing at the time of being a new mom and so and that my postpartum depression with my oldest started when she turned three and my marriage really took a hit and all sorts of things just went flying because it was time for me to learn how to do better I was doing the best I could at the time but it was time to learn to do better and that's what's going on now it was it's been time to learn to do better and so as I go back to basics I find that it's not anything bad it's normal it's good it's good to go back to basics and it is so nice to know that a change can happen in my life and I don't have the reaction to it that I did when I was when it was four years ago five years ago six years ago and it is so encouraging to see that my marriage can have and I can have an argument in, with my husband and the first thought that goes through my mind is I'm excited to go to bed with him that night whereas before I wanted to leave and so don't if if you're working on personal development if you're working on yourself if you're working on yourself while you're in a challenging marriage I see you and if you keep finding yourself going back to those basic little steps that you first learned in the beginning or you know little things that you've learned along the way and you keep going back to them that's okay that doesn't mean you just went back 10 years it just means you're going back and reapplying them to your life in a deeper way you're fine-tuning your life you're fine-tuning all the aspects of our life because we are all connected our lives are all connected if you take care of your physical body your spiritual body is going to be affected if you take care of your spiritual life your physical life is going to be affected so that's my tidbit and i am so sorry it takes so long to get another recording back out to you guys but to be honest this is where i'm at right now and i'm hoping to find like I know I keep saying this for each episode, and for those of you that keep showing up, I appreciate you, um, but I will. I am definitely coming back. I am not giving up on this. I am not quitting. Um, I love doing this, and I'm really excited to see where this new routine takes me, and I'm definitely going to be seeing you guys soon, talking to you guys soon. So have a great day, guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. You all are amazing. Every single one of you who has 
been supportive on this, you guys rock. If you guys wouldn't mind taking a moment to share this podcast, maybe leave and leave me a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode, that would be fantastic too. Thank you again for all of your support. I love you all and I cannot wait to see where we go from here. Thank you.